The Beyond the Ropes podcast is proud to support the Kyan Prince Foundation. Go to www.thekpf.com to donate or support the foundation on their mission of bringing people together to end violence. Founder Dr. Mark Prince's best-selling book, The Prince of Peace, is available on Amazon and other major retailers. is impetuous, my defense is impregnable, and I'm just ferocious, I want your heart, I want to eat your children. Welcome to Beyond the Ropes, myself, Michael Prime, David White, subbed in for Sean Mansfield today, who is not here. Yeah, haircut. Haircut, yeah. yep. Yeah. Haircuts at night time. Haircuts at night time. So, yeah, like it. It's a big week for boxing. The face of British boxing, the landscape could completely change within Dylan the White next... could be the new number one. Within the next seven days. I was going to say Chris Eubank Jr. is returning. But yeah, I suppose we could we probably go with the whole uh, AJ heavyweights Dylan White stuff. Yeah. Probably a better place to start. It's the more advertised at the moment. It's the more advertised, far more yeah. advertised event. I, me and Sean, we spoke about this quite a bit last week. I think probably more than we should have because it's this week. <laughs> Initial thoughts, Dave. How is it going to play out? Um, the fight or the night because I, I've, I've got no um, <clears throat> what's the word I don't know the word but I just expect it to be a shit evening boxing and then the main event be an absolute whitewash genuinely. wow a whitewash yeah alright so let's just go straight into the fight we'll work our way through the undercard for the most part cool. um, but let's start off with what everybody cares about Ruiz Joshua <laughs> there'd be no ring girls man yeah or there'd be in tracksuits yeah sponsored by JD obviously 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 AJ yeah for me and we have to make sure it's Ruiz Joshua yeah we say the champion first champ 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 I do you know what my, my whole thing is I've, I've gone a bit back and forth before just thinking I don't think Joshua's in it anymore like and I, and then I was like nah man like just because he got beaten this is heavyweight boxing like a couple of couple of months let's say a year ago I was expecting him to knock out Wilder like only because he lost Interesting. It, on, only because he lost like to Ruiz and it's put questions or it's, it's literally changed my opinion of him I got, I got a feeling he's just. I think he's just gonna go and blow him out. I genuinely, I think it's gonna be. I think he's gonna destroy Ruiz. I think. I kind of hope as well. It is, it is a lot of hope as well. But I kind of want him to make a statement and be like, "Yeah, that was a blip." You know, for whatever reasons, because I see the the behind the gloves thing. I watched that this week for the first time in ages. I watched that this week. And um, you can see like oh you know he got he gets beaten his his mate comes around him and he's like I shouldn't I told you I didn't want to fight and all this 
and then the bird asked him and he was like nope I fucked up like you know there's nothing wrong I, I think for me I think it's a it's a it's a, a whole like there's the line everything after this line is or sorry everything before this line is done buried finished this is the line in the sand I'm now going to batter this geezer and we're going to move on so that's that's how I see it because he he didn't box he didn't fight the way we've all seen him fight Ruiz did he basically did just go everything to Ruiz's strengths for me yep um, and I, I can't see I don't think he's going to do that again I think he has learned a very harsh lesson and I think he's either going to I think he's, it's going to be a totally different Joshua as in he's going to be on it not like a shell of himself because he did look like and we, we everyone said it at the time it, it didn't look right and he's, he's denied it but don't be surprised if after this fight he comes out and says yeah I was going through blah 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 so yeah for me I think I'm, I'm, I'm expecting him to go out and destroy Ruiz um, and I don't know call out someone else or like, I think Wilder's tied up till the end of next year now isn't he let's be honest yeah I don't know what to do because he's obviously got Fury to fight in February time I heard I, I heard <coughs> rumours that Fury 3 is on the cards as well it wouldn't surprise me because mm. it's going to be probably his biggest money maker outside of the Joshua fight yeah and as we've always said with the Anthony Joshua fight, it's the same as when you kind of look at, you know, like the, I hate talking about the Khan Brooks sort of situation. That fight's always going to be there. It's available. And it's yeah, always yeah. going to be worth the same amount of money, no matter, unless it gets to a stupid long mm. period. But um, it's interesting. See, when you were saying that, <clears throat> I actually really smiled and I quite like the idea of that happening mm. because I've. I said I've warned to Anthony Joshua a lot more in the last six months mm. than I had probably probably in the year before because we were all massive AJ fans in the beginning yeah, yeah. couldn't take it out all of us were huge AJ fans as yeah. I think pretty much everyone was yeah. and then it kind of got to the point where he almost became a caricature of himself yeah. and the personality the image of Anthony Joshua the whole brand it either kind of turned you one way or the other yeah. and for me it really turned me off I, I couldn't he went a bit from being a nice underdog sort of people's champ I yeah. suppose like you want to get behind this guy like done it at London yes like homegrown boom he's smashing people up yeah brilliant and then it got a bit like for me it was when he's <laughs> it was like the the business AJ the business yeah so like, I think it's just AJ was just like wow Joshua's brand is... became the most important thing and that's where I've been yeah. To be fair, this is probably boxing in general over the last two years. I've mm. not become disillusioned of it, but I have lost a lot of appetite and excitement for the sport because it. That's a great. I was going to say something similar. Uh, I've not got excited. Like I, I know this is going to be a good fight, and even Fury Wilder, the first one, I wasn't excited. Yeah, I was. I was, I was like, yeah, this could be. This could be something brilliant, and it was. It was a brilliant fight, but. That's probably the only fight I'm excited for that I know's been yeah. like penciled in. That's probably the first time in about a year and a half like that I've gone. 
yeah I can't wait for February like that's going to be it's going to be like war fury please do it um, Joshua don't do that at the moment Joshua Wilder yeah probably Wilder uh, Joshua Klitschko I was, I was excited for that see I remember being very excited we were at Sean's house watching that mm. I'm not sure yeah, if you were there massive no I weren't but I like I see the see the board Oh yeah, shorts. It was a good yeah, night. Like yeah, you made a proper night. It was a really good night. We had the uh, the the whiteboard. Yeah. With the the eternal question of who's got the biggest Coffee. piece. And <laughs> whenever anybody arrived at the party, you were just given the marker pen and you had to put your mark on one side or the other. Yeah. I think it was a resounding win for Anthony Joshua in the end. Yeah. I think people just buy into stereotypes personally, but it's neither here nor there. But um. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so, I mean, for a long time, I haven't been as excited about Anthony Joshua's career, but the last six months, I have really warmed to him. Yeah. I think he's done the right thing by not coming out and talking too much about it. He was in danger of messing it up by giving it all of that punch from the God shit. Yeah. And it's like, it wasn't a punch from the gods. It was a well-drilled, well-trained yeah. game plan. Flurry. Yeah, and, and it executed and it to perfection and yeah. took you out. Just, and it's, it, even when I watched The Gloves Are Off, he, he referenced that punch from the gods thing but he kind of backtracked away from it as well he's like yeah the reason I said that is because and then he tried to lay it out and it's like it was really weird and then Ruiz was like yeah it was a punch from the gods because I prayed hard for it and I was like alright so he's kind of flipping that back somewhat mm. it's, it's really weird it's like they're all on the same PR I'm drive to kind of get this yeah. <laughs> to get it sorted not but that you beat me but I said I, I do want Joshua to win the rematch I do not think that he will I think it's going to be probably more conclusive than the first time but when you said that I was like I would love that to be the case for Joshua to come out I don't think he's going to blast him out because I don't think he can be dumb but I would love for him to to box yeah completely surprise me and just show that you can do this because at the moment we spoke about it last week I don't think Anthony Joshua is anywhere near Deontay Wilder at the moment Mm. Not in terms of skill, because I think he's a far more skillful boxer. Yeah. But I think if they fought a hundred times, he's, he's, I'm at the point now where I think I think Wilder probably knocks you out one hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Because over thirty six minutes of the fight, he's he will gonna, hit you. He's gonna get. You look what Klitschko did. Klitschko set him up. Yeah. Perfectly. If Klitschko had been however many years younger and knew that he had the energy to to pursue it, mm. that fight would have been done and dusted. Yeah. Yeah. Carlos Takam nearly took his head off yeah that's, that's the this, thing. this has that's been coming the, for a long time thing. this Ruiz well, that's it loss it was a it was a a case of like for everyone's hammering McCracken me me being one of them and I kind of still kind of still do blame him in a way for that loss <clears throat> but at the same time all, all the, the back stories and everything people were like oh you need to get rid of him I don't know if he did have to have to get rid of him this fight now the second one will be the big right this is where you need to prove that you are a good trainer can you change this guy yeah can you bring out what what the Olympics did for this nation basically because what the, like, the crooked judges yeah <laughs> probably is the answer <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you pay if you pay if they're paying that much like we're really going in there with a golden handshake really isn't he Nah, um, my thing is I, I want to 
I don't want to see the same Joshua that went into that last fight. I'm I'm pretty sure I'm not going to see that same Joshua. Yeah. And if it's a Joshua that you know is a is a shade of what he was against Klitschko, for me, I think he does well. I think he wins. I would love to see him knock it, knock Ruiz out and just put a massive statement saying, "Look, I fucked up. This is what this is what I'm about." But, I mean, but like, as I was talking there, I was just thinking, wow, if he loses again, that's this nation. Like, you know how we are with footballers? You fuck up, you're dead. You're mm-hmm. done. Like, all the big footballers that do well for this nation <clears throat> just get vilified by everyone. As and soon as they're not useful. As soon as they're not, yeah. As soon as they're not perform, Like, you could have one off game in football. Next week, score a hat-trick and everyone loves you again. Boxing don't happen like that. You get that. You get knocked out, and it takes six months for you to rectify it. You get knocked out twice in go the same. On, just game. go away. They they will literally <clears throat> be like, nah, fuck it. I'm on Dubois. I'm on Dillian White. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like this is big for Joshua. Like pressure wasn't on last time, and he and everyone said, oh yeah, it's because he didn't, you know, he didn't feel the pressure or anything. He didn't have anything. This is going to be a lot of pressure on him. This is a whole nation watching, especially. In, Especially the times as well. Like, if it was at four in the morning, not many people are like, okay, they are going to pay for it, but I'm less inclined to watch it live at four in the morning. Nine o'clock on a Saturday night, you're watching the heavyweight title of Joshua. This, you mate, anytime at half time or whatever, sorry, not half times, (laughs) you get an interval, say, 10 minutes before. those, Those, kettles are going to be gone <laughs> yeah be and a it's whole a, Coronation Street episode. for the first time in the longest time I watched an Andy Hearn interview this week and he was talking about this fight specifically <clears throat> excuse me and he says that it's and we've said it for a long time but this is make and break make or break for Joshua and for Matchroom yeah. it really is and as much as I'm not a fan of the fights going to Places like Saudi Arabia, Russia and whatnot, you know, places where they're not the most renowned for having the mm. greatest, mm. I don't even want to say respect, just absolutely, just human rights stuff. And I'm not going to get into it too much because there's, there's, there's no need. And I've, I also feel a lot of people make too big of a deal out of things like this. So mm. I'm not a great fan of it, but I can understand why it happens. If they're the ones that pay the money, that's what it is. That's it. But, I can't remember what I was going with this now. <laughs> don't like it either way but um, for it to be on at that time it's pretty perfect it's unbelievable um, it's, it's almost like the, the days of the 90s oh yeah yeah, the Lady Honey interview yeah but it's, it's like the days from the 90s when you would have the like the Eubank seniors the Nigel mm. Benz like ITV on a, a Saturday night a great fight it'd be yeah. relatively early-ish done and dusted by 10.30 <clears throat> but yeah Eddie Hearn was talking about how it's make or break obviously they put the prices up for this one which is a bit of a, a shit one bit of a piss take it's a bit of a piss take but it's also on the back of the Man United Man City game yeah. on Sky Sports so it's logistically it's been put together very well it's got all the ingredients to be a blockbuster yeah money maker for them like they know people are going to be watching the match and then staying out yeah I'm, I'm I said I'm got it because I'm working on Saturday night so I won't get to see it but I will be home for Kushibane Jr I'm just saying that now but um, <laughs> yeah so I won't be able to watch it live and it's one of them ones I tried this before I was working I remember 
the first yeah. Hey Bellew fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were telling me that they, the boys were coming over. Oh, it was distressing. So <laughs> I was DJing that night and I made a, I turned my phone off when I went out. Didn't have it on at all. Yeah. I didn't take my headphones off the entire night because I didn't want anyone to speak to me. Yeah. So I literally kept them on the entire night. Social speed. As I was leaving, somebody just made reference to it. As I was going home, it was yeah. like, coming up to two in the morning I was just desperate to get home I'd already I'd paid for the pay-per-view yeah. and I'd recorded it I was like I just get home and just quit watching it yeah. and then someone just in conversation with someone else as they were walking past me just said oh can't believe Bellew's done it and I was just like <gasps> shoot me now <laughs> I was like I've spent six hours trying to avoid this information and you have done this so I'm going to know the result before I get to see it so I'm, I am a bit I'm well, a bit you're, guided you're lucky because I'm going to be there Saturday night with you and I will purposely tell you the result. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, luck, my luck's in. Um, On the iPad. But yeah, it's, it's a perfect, it's, a, it's the perfect construct. I like the timing. Mm. Again, the venue, now it's done, it looks spectacular, but it's a very interesting one. You know, people show you pictures of a stadium at night with the lights on, with the backdrop. It's always going to look spectacular. Of course. But I'm no, interested on how many bodies are in the concrete underneath the stadium. Oh, shit. You know the guys that were up the scaffolding and fell off and it's like, don't tell anyone about that. Yeah, just, just concrete, more concrete. Tip the concrete, lads. Yeah. 30 foot high than it should Just be. get the get the, get the tipper in. Yeah. Like in, in yeah. when they're packing this Lego stadium away, they're gonna find loads of dead people, I'm telling you. Because it's a temporary stadium, so it'll be gone in a couple of weeks. Yeah. They're gonna find some shit. And then the people that found it are gonna be in they'll it. be under the next one. Maybe, yeah. Joshua, can you come and fight again, please? <laughs> we need an excuse to bury these guys. Yeah. Um, yeah personally like I said the, the fight is everyone's got their own opinion on it I think it's probably going to go the same way as the first one for me in closing I hope I'm completely wrong because I would mm. I would really like to see Anthony Joshua shock the world Just and I feel like it is now he's at the point where it will be he's shocked the world because I feel like he even though he's going in as the favourite with the bookies I just don't understand that. How how can you be going in as favourite if you got knocked out in your last fight? It's bizarre. By, by the same fella. I don't understand it. And it wasn't like just a flash. Like, it weren't a flash knockdown. It was no, he was beaten up. Beaten up. Like I've watched that finish quite a few times, and it's it's, it's horrible. Like mm. he pummels he's, he's, him, he's slamming his head left to right, left to right. And it's one you know where your legs are like going up and down as yeah, you're like, taking steps. It's a bad one. Um, so I I personally think it's going to happen again. Ruiz had what like two weeks camp last time, mm. and I think people forget that as well. He, yeah. he jumped in with about 10 days notice to this fight oh. this time he's had this hands. time he's the champion so I think the only question for Ruiz now is the hunger yeah because he's now walking it. around mm-hmm. I saw, you saw it on beyond um, sorry the gloves are off he was Rings. sitting there jewelries he's in sparkly diamond shoes and I'm like eh, fair enough like you've made your money he's talking about houses that he's bought and I'm like that's amazing because you've set your family for life yeah. but do you still want to get up and do the hard mile, hard miles every morning exactly so we'll see it'll be, it will be interesting like because yeah maybe that's the problem that Anthony Joshua's theory, like in theory these two could be looked up hooked up till middle of next year Joshua, it, yeah, Joshua it, beats him then there's a rematch for, there's a clause for the third time do you know what I mean so you've got two it, 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 for me it'd be a bit of a piss take that four fellas are just fighting themselves for the next two years yeah if that was the case, if it was Fury Wilder free and Joshua Ruiz free, but that 
the same time, you can you can easily see it happening. Them both getting their trilogies done, and then winner and loser of each other fighting. Well, I was just gonna say we had a question yeah. in from uh, at too much talking on our Twitter account, and it's does the winner of Ruiz versus AJ fight the winner of Wilder versus Fury in twenty twenty? Yeah, why not? <coughs> Look, don't get me wrong. I've got a feeling Fury Wilder. I, th- I think, but like thinking about it, I think if Joshua goes and beats him on points or something silly, doesn't do it like doesn't put a statement out there, doesn't knock him the fuck out. Yeah. Then I think there could possibly be a third one. I, I genuinely do. Just would it be one all? If that's the case, then I can't see this happening in twenty twenty. I don't think they're going to fight in twenty twenty. No. I think whoever wins this one. And do you know what I. Re- I change, I change it weekly now but I think when Wilder face it, uh, fights Fury again I think he'll beat Fury no. I am so I'm such a turncoat but I am so fully behind Wilder now and I don't like it because I, I don't like the guy I don't like him yeah. I do not think he's a good boxer cannot but I think 10 times out of 10 hand. he will knock anybody out yeah. and I think that's where we're at now if yeah, he yeah. like in the, the uh, Ortiz fight we said it last week he didn't even try and outbox him he just let, you can listen, mate. You, you can win. Up. You can win every round, but at some point, I'm going to knock gonna you hit out. You in the face. It's almost like if you're fighting with a kid, yeah, yeah. and you're a grown up. It's like, mate, you can hit me. You can win do all of these want, rounds, and then do at some want. point, I'm just going to bang you out. Yeah. That is Wilder's whole game plan now, yeah. and I think it will be the same no matter who he fights. And yeah, make it well. He carried on with his career like that way, no problem. And as much as I hate it, because you want the person that's at the top to be the best at everything. Exactly, I don't. You want him to be the best banger. You want him but to we be said the it best before, best. like you can't can't knock Wilder now. His game plan is: I'm going to knock you out. I'm going to win this fight, and that's what he does, and it's what he has done. Yeah. And that's it. That's that's all there is don't, to it. Don't get me now. wrong. Don't get me wrong. He lost that first fight. Yeah, I felt the Fury won it. Uh, he lost that first fight. And would we still be talking about his power and everything? Yes. Because he would still be in the top three heavyweights there. Because purely just because of his power. His power is, is, is too much. And everyone says about how great Fury was to get back up in the 12th. Oh, yeah, yeah. And still try and win the round. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. But you got to remember, this is the 12th round for Wilder as well, by the way. So his power is not the same as his power in... Rounds one to three, one to four, one to five. So yeah, it'd be interesting. But for me, Fury win. Um, third series of fights, end of next year. That's how, back, that, yeah, that, back that's in the next year. I say them two covered for the next year. Fury Wilder, sorry, not Fury. Fury Joshua is still. Probably the biggest fight we can get as British boxing fans. It'll be, it'll be. Do you know what? I would that be bigger than Joshua versus Wilder? For us, yeah. It would be, wouldn't for it? For us, yeah. That would split a, split a nation, like literally. Like it would always be Wilder versus. It would always be UK versus America. Like I can't see many. Can't see many English vote like wanting Wilder to beat their homeboy. Yeah. And the same Americans. I can't see many Americans wanting Joshua to beat Wilder. So that's brilliant. You get like a nation versus nation. 
But when you get like literally a population of this geezer's loved by the by thousands of fans and his opponent, same nation, yeah, he's also loved <coughs> by thousands of fans. Like that's just big. That's that's just unbelievable. So yeah, that for me is yeah, that Fury Fury and Joshua would be just massive. And like we said about the Khan Brook thing. Yeah. That doesn't have to happen next year. That fight's always going to be there. That, that's available two years down the road. If if Wilder's... Sorry, if Fury's got three or four fights left in him, the last one easily could be uh, AJ. Yep. So, yeah, interesting. Um, moving across to the undercard. Yeah. Um, see, I don't know where I'm, I'm at with this. I tweeted it last week. If we looked at this fight and we talk about drug use in sport, where better place a, should you go to fight Saudi Arabia? This is a disgrace. So we got <laughs> Ruiz Joshua at the top. No one's convicted of anything. Obviously, there's been speculation about Anthony Joshua, but you can never say <coughs> yes. Failed. You can never say never say never no. So six month hiatus. We'll keep that clean. <laughs> Dylan White definitely been suspended once. Probably just served. A six-month ban to the day, or it's been dragged out. Either way, it's, it's at some point he's failed another test. Yeah, the fight, fight below that, Povetkin, done, been done. Eric Molina still banned for taking uh, Peds, so he's fine to fight in Saudi Arabia, but he's still currently serving a ban. Or I don't know if it's it's up like the day before, but either way, so we're talking like four out of five main fights on this. With including sorry, four out of the main fighters on this are so far. So far, it's absolutely. Uh, I just can't believe we you get promoters and broadcasters trying to say that they want a clean sport, and then they just every time they just back down and bend over and let you and let drug cheats yeah make more money out of them yeah, and it fucks me right off. Yeah, like we said. Like you either you either do the the thing where yeah you can take peds but so is your opponent, or you know you have two divisions, ones yeah. ones that are taking it yeah you can fight each other, and the ones that ain't, because it, it's getting a bit silly. Like what's the point? Yeah, in a boxing career they don't fight that many times. So what's a six month ban? That's a training camp. Do you know what I mean? Go, yeah. That's, it's nothing. Six years, that's hurting them. Do I want to risk six years of my career? Well, this is it. It's like in Two athletics. Years, three years, that's four years. In athletics, if you get caught, you get, it's in the years. Yeah. You take a two-year ban, and it's yeah. like, if you've got five or six years in your peak, if you lose two of them, it's like, fuck. Fuck, that's a lot of money I could have been earning. Like I said, with, Same. We, we said it at the time with the Canelo thing. Mm. Six months. Yeah. He doesn't even fight every six months. Exactly. Exactly. He got a ban and then came back out and had a fight straight away. Mm. The ban was finished on the Monday. He had his, his fight in Vegas on a Saturday and made another 50 mil. Ridiculous. It means absolutely nothing, these six-month bans. If, like, not being funny, like, if you're weighing it up as a businessman, because a lot of them are now, they're businessmen, they, they want the money. What is, like, 100 grand if they're going to earn 3 million? Do you know what I mean? Nothing. Yeah. 100 grand fine sweet I'll take that I'll also beat the geezer take the purse happy days 
take six months off because you're going to ban me for six months. I'll come back, I'll get another big thing, and I'll also be able to dodge it. <coughs> so who cares? Whatever. Yeah. Money's money. Yeah. Let's not think about the, the fact that you might kill someone in the ring because you're, you're physically better than them. Like, madness. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the chief support, we will not mention any more about no. drugs I'm or not, anything like that. What? There's only one... That the chief support is what? Dylan White versus Marwas or Marach. Bore fest. White will either knock him out or it will be a bore fest. It's not um, something I want to watch because he's levels above whack. Yeah, I agree with that. Povetkin Hunt is the one I want to probably Povetkin. keep an eye on. Yeah, see, I was I was tipping Michael Hunter to be the first fight for uh, Usyk because obviously both coming up from cruiserweights. Yeah, yeah. I figured it would be a good introduction. Yeah. And Hunter's on the back of some very good wins recently as well. Yeah, yeah. Starting with the Martin Bacoli one. He's had some very, very good wins. Mm. At heavyweight, I say very good. Some good establishing wins to get him set to get himself set into the division. Mm. Um, and Povetkin, let's be honest, he looked okay against Price. He's at the point now where he's on the slide in his career. Oh, massively! But yeah. he's he's going to put up a good fight. Still a force. I I expect Hunter to come away with a win there. Yeah, I do. Um, and then Povetkin to fail a drugs test straight afterwards. <laughs> But it is what it is, and, and then, then you got um, Philip Hergovic versus Eric Molina. Molina's obviously uh, again, a drug and, and, yeah, and he's just he's, a, he's an old man now. Yeah, old man, he's, he's a big name, it's ish, cannon, biggish name, it's cannon fodder in it for that's what's it. His name, and Hergovic is up and coming, rising, devastating. Mm. I remember watching the fight with Tom Little in they fought in the World Boxing Super Series. Mm. I think uh, Sean was in Latvia for that fight, and he said he was just he was brilliant. Mm. it's one thing seeing people on TV but when you're in a venue sometimes and he was in the media bits he was very yeah. close and he, he just said he was excellent yeah. um, and then on the, the I don't want to say the bottom of the other card you've got Tom Little who's on the Facebook live stream before okay. it goes on TV against uh, let's get this one right Mohamed Jassour Majidov okay I wish I'd practiced that I could so have done I'm, that a lot smoother I'm going to go with no disrespect to, to Tom Little but I'm going to go with Magjadov is a bit of an upcoming yeah I'm with you there beast who again Tom Tom's being fed to and I don't like look, Tom listen some people make careers like that there's no, there's no yeah. shame in that at all and if he's getting paid well you know he's going he's gonna to be well I'm, I'm hoping he's getting paid well but I'm also hoping he's not being thrown in to get beaten up badly like do you know what I mean mm. I hope it's a competitive fight but yeah, I'm not expecting Tom to win this one. If I think Tom's the kind of guy. See, he's been we know quite well. He's been good to us, but and I, I don't know if it's too disrespectful to say. I feel like he's a guy that you can put him on a card and he will give anybody a good fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's not going to be. He's a hard man. That's it. <laughs> that, a, that's it. He's a what, hard right? man. Obviously, traveler background, and I hate the stereotype of that, but it, the stereotype is fucking true. Yeah. He's a fighting man. He is a fighting man. Like, he's like Tyson Fury, he's like Billy Joe Saunders and these guys. Yeah. They're fighting men. That's what they want to do. It's what they're there to do. Yeah. Um, Tom Little actually, you know, on his way to Saudi Arabia, was stuck in Istanbul. I saw that. That was quite funny. Um, I don't know what the deal was, but he couldn't get to Saudi Arabia. So he, I don't even know if he's there yet. Oh, wow. 
had to spend a couple of days in Istanbul trying to sort shit out. Oh, but perfect preparation. Yeah, yeah. And then another six-hour flight or whatever he's got. Nice. So, I mean, the undercard for that, some people will look at that, and I'm sure I think you said this just before we started recording, some people will look at that undercard and go, it's stacked, it's great, I can't wait to watch it. Because it's heavyweight boxing, isn't it? You don't, and others... Very rare, they yeah, points. Not so much. Yeah. If, if you're, if you're let's say, a casual, you're going to know, especially over here, you're going to know Povetkin. Because he just you're beat up price. Yeah. Tom Little. You're going to know Dillian White. You're going to know the main, the main event. Yeah. You're not going to know the Hergoviches. You're not going to know the Hunters. You're not going to know the Magadov. Ma- uh, sorry, I can't say his name, but... Magadov. Magadov. You know, that. you, that's it. Us who got a little bit more, like we're a bit more invested into it, I'm still looking at it thinking I'm not interested in that shit fight. That, like, they're fit, that people will be like, yeah, <coughs> knockout, knockout, knockout. You're guaranteed knockouts in heavyweights. I think it's going to be, Povetkin Hunt is going to be quite a, quite an interesting fight I don't I know how that'll go all the way I reckon I don't think it's going to be yeah I can't see it being a knockout but it's boxing Dylan White I think is just going to destroy uh, Whack Little I think I'm guessing I'm, I don't know about that I'm guessing he's going to lose I can't see him getting knocked out just because he's I, I just can't see him getting knocked out who's Tom Little yeah I don't know like his last few fights Obviously, he's had some he some bad in, ones in there when he like fought Dubois and yeah. Like he's had some, he's had some. It depends on this man. Depends on who who this geezer is. I'm actually dragging him up now. So he is. Oh, he's only had one fight. In New York, a TKO. He's a four round, a six rounder against a guy called Ed Fountain. Interesting, but he's also um, 33. Okay, so he's a Joe Joyce of the. Yeah, so yeah. I mean that could be. That's one you could watch, that and it could be the worst fight you've ever seen, or it could be a, a good scrap. You know the ones you yeah, don't yeah. expect, and you get, and you're like, oh, this is actually decent. This is actually a good old fashioned. But ninety nine percent of people won't see it anyway because it's on Facebook. It's on Facebook, yeah. So yeah, at the same time, it's a bit bit of a gutter. So yeah, it's not the best. And then you know what we had when we saw the the calm evening out in. It was, was that Dubai or was that? That was Dubai. It was. It was in. Um, Jeddah. Jeddah. And I just thought... That was shit. Great, great little venue. When they were singing Baby Shark though, Dave. uh, Yeah, but the the crowd, like, I can't see the... Define crowd, because I feel like you're using that term loosely. The people that were there were not enthusiastic about boxing. They weren't even on, they were on like couches. There was one (laughs) even chairs. who had a whole world to himself, yeah. And he was on his phone, not even watching. Yeah. And you're like, okay, why are you there? Like, just hand out tickets. Oh, yeah, do I go and see something? Probably not going to see one again. <laughs> I've got a feeling that's what it's going to be like. There's going to be no atmosphere. Like, they can put the loud music on, all of that shit, but it's not going to be the same as doing 80,000 at London or, sorry, at Wembley or... 80,000 at Cardiff or 20,000 it's at not going to be a fighting atmosphere during that, during how many fans fight, are realistically and I'm, I have no idea so I could be absolutely talking shit here how many fans are going to fly from yeah. England 
to Saudi Arabia to see this. And I saw... No Americans, because they won't get back. They won't. They won't be allowed. No. I'd be like, sorry, you've been into this this designated country. Sorry, you're not allowed back in. Isn't I'm I'm pretty sure as well that uh, it's on their... You know, like they're dangerous mm, yeah. countries list in America, so yeah. like, you're not, I don't think you're really allowed to fly there. Frowned upon. It's frowned upon. Unless you're going over for business. Ruiz, what kind okay. of business you're going to earn a lot of money over there for one night. Yeah. There you you got to pay your tax in the US though when you come back. Yeah, because. Okay, all right, all right. I got it, I got it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd, it's not going to have a great atmosphere there, no matter how much they play Sweet Caroline. Sweet Caroline, it'll just be in the speakers. Like the guys in there are too busy on their phone. The amount of money in this, I wouldn't be surprised if Neil Diamond actually went there to sing this. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's just... I'm just really hoping Tiger doesn't come out at half-time and... Not half-time, but halfway through the show and start rapping to some shit song. I'm hoping that he does. Well, That's what made it for me last time. No. I love this sort of stuff this is amazing you have to speculate on that random how mental could the entertainment around this event be yeah Mike Tyson come out of the tiger oh I'm in I'm cancelling whatever I'm doing I'll say I've got to be there now I'm doing it I'm paying that money can I get can I get a visa this quick probably not I wouldn't have thought so I wouldn't have thought so Um, we've got like seven or eight minutes to go for today's show let's briefly we, we don't need to do a whole whole big segment on it the return, I say return, because it's been it's been out for a while. Alright, yeah. Christian Bank Jr. returns for his US debut on Saturday. Is it his also, debut? his US debut. No way. I remember when I saw that, I was like, really? Is he like he's never? I was like, is he not fought? No, fucking no. Then I was trying to think where he did fight, and I think probably the only time that he has fought outside of the UK was when he fought uh, Yildirim. Ivan, what's his name? Ivan Yildirim. Oh. No, but that wasn't that. Other... No, I'm pretty sure that was in like Turkey or some shit. Oh, okay. So, right, he's in Brooklyn. Yeah, he's for oh no, JJ McDonough. He fought in Jeddah, and then yeah, Yildirim. He fought in Stuttgart. But then other than that, Wembley, Kensington, Greenwich, Wembley, Greenwich, Sheffield, Greenwich, Docklands, Liverpool, Manchester, Newcastle, blah blah blah. So yeah, he's he's been Done the here the whole time. The UK tour. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I was quite surprised as well. For such a and people mock me about my love for him, I don't care anymore. For such a big name, which no matter what people think of him, he is a huge name in the sport. Mm. Whether that's off his own back or his dad's back, irrelevant. Mm. If you walk down the street and say, "Do you know who Chris Eubank Jr. is?" Oh yeah, people will know. Even even <laughs> if it's just they say, "Is Chris Eubank his dad?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. They, they've got still doesn't matter. They know they've got a knowledge, and let's be honest, if they like boxing any which way probably a bit of interest as soon as yeah, they find out like, I don't like the fella but I still rate him as a boxer do I think he's a super middleweight no well so he's ba- he's back down at middle for this yeah but um, I don't even for the first time in three years like, it's mad because I, I kind of want him to I want him to hurry up and get into these big fights again right only because he's failed at the top level for me I want to, I want to, <clears throat> want to put it to bed that if he's if he's good enough, he beats these guys. If he's not, then he's going to be at that level where he's actually not a world class fighter. He's actually just a he's a good fighter yeah. in entertaining fights, but he's not world class. He's not a Callum Smith, Canelo, 
Charlo, you know, they're the names that are above him. He's in that that he's in, he's that, in that bracket just below, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> but I, yeah, this is what I want him to. I the want kind of to, Derek Chisora sort of bracket. Yeah, like no go area, like where you feel like he's not really. Do I want to fight him? Not really. Yeah, he's a you know he's a big name, but he's, is he a big name because he's good or is it just because his name? I'm at that that stage of him now where I, I want him to be proving like you're either good or you talk about being good yeah so yeah Korobov I think he needs to make a statement Korobov I'm just looking at his record now because to be honest with you I've heard his name but I've never really paid very much attention to him at all mm. 36 so you imagine he's not at the peak of his powers anymore but he's got some good names on his record but he's had he's kind of intermittent so his last say one two three four five six seven fights go back to 2014 when he was fighting Andy Lee wow and in, but in fairness in that time he's only lost once and drawn once and he lost to uh, Jamel Charlo in a 12 round unanimous decision and he got a draw against a man called Emmanuel Aleem I'll be honest I've not heard of mm. But, again, this is all going to come down to how good is Chris Eubank Jr. Mm. Like I said, I don't care. I don't sit here and say that he is the number one fighter. He's not the number one boxer. I'm just invested in him as, like, if you support a football team and you know your team's shit. Yeah, yeah. We've all got teams that you have a bit of a... Yeah, Dave's a QPR fan. <laughs> we've all got teams... Yeah, I can't say nothing. I'm a Liverpool fan, so I'm going to say we've all got a second team. Yeah. Who you like, good who man. are a bit shit. Good man. So I love Fulham. Joking. Oh, wow. I'm joking. I'm joking. Obviously, QPR. Oh, um, yeah, so you've got a soft spot for them, but even though you know they're actually probably pretty rubbish, you yeah. just kind of, that's just Still how it is. Them. Exactly, and you, you enjoy it. So the question will be just how good is Christian Wayne Jr.? Now, we could do an entire segment on that, and there's absolutely no need because we were just back and forth about stuff that we have done for three years. And we do it in the run-up to every single one of his fights. We did it with Groves. We did it with DeGale. Mm-hmm. There's no need. I feel like he could... It's going to go one of two ways. He's either going to come out... I don't know, say come out. I'm talking about Korobov here. He's going to come out and he's going to try and have a tear-up. Mm. In which case, I think he'll probably get knocked out. I don't even know anything about him, but I've said this before. I think at middleweight, although Eubank is not the biggest, if you just stand and you just start swinging both of you, I think more more often than not, unless we're talking about the Canelos, etc., mm. there's probably only one person that's going to fall down. Mm. And it's probably not going to be Eubank. If he makes it a technical fight... It'd be interesting. Yeah. I, look, I, like I said, I want, I want Eubank to make a statement. I think... I, that's the thing with me. Like, I, I think he's good. But I don't know if that's because I think he's always in an entertaining fight. Like the times he's been beaten, Billy Joe Saunders, I, f- I thought he won, and I thought Saunders took his foot off the pedal. So that's why people are like, oh yeah, but you know, this and that. It's like, okay, fair enough. George Groves, I think, just dominated him. He was just a better, he was just yeah. showed that he was better. Um, then he then he done well against the gal, but then. The girl for me was a Don't take shot. this away from me. I know, I know. He, he washed, he whacked him out. Oh, he, he power slammed him to the floor. He embarrassed the girl. And I, stick it on Pornhub. It's right there. 
he embarrassed he, he genuinely he, he embarrassed the girl but that weren't the girl that went in with Badu Jack that weren't the girl that um, had some amazing fights you know yeah that was a, that it was wasn't Pete the girl that, was a, that, was, a, that was a broken <clears throat> girl so the question there for me is always going to be oh is where is he where is he on this level like I need him to make statements now he's he's, he's not a amateur basically no this is peak right we will wrap up there because otherwise we'll do a second part and it'll be about five minutes and there's no need for that no exactly. so we will return next week and we will have the infinite wealth of knowledge on who's won all these fights and we can <laughs> sit back relax and just know that we were all correct because Anthony well, Joshua's got a win Chris Eubank Jr's got a win and we'll all be happy and the rest of them all drug cheeks <laughs> <laughs> okay well, guys we'll see you next week peace <laughs>